everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Apple School podcast, where the goal of this show is to help you improve your English listening skills by listening to us. My name is Benjamin, and today I'm joined by three wonderful guests. And on my right, or on the left of the camera, if you're watching this episode, we have Ayub. Welcome, Ayub. Welcome back. And then to my left, or to the right, if you're watching this, we have we have Maria. Welcome and. I'm Ur. Welcome Ur back. Here. Welcome back, Sir Ur. It's, it's great to have you back. Yes, Thank thanks. you. Thank you. So, what's new this week? Spring is coming. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Phil, this guy from the American town, said that there will be six more weeks of uh, winter. <laughs> six more weeks yeah, of winter. This, uh, what, what is the name of this animal? Groundhog. Oh, yeah? yes, the groundhog. groundhog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so. A woodchuck. Well, speaking awesome. of animals, I have a pet rabbit, as some of our listeners know, and springtime means fur everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I believe you have a cat as well, Maria, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, for him, fur is everywhere all year round. So it's like spring all year round. It's a year round adventure. Yeah. Yes. What about for you? So I heard that you walked around the market this week and you encountered a really funny word. Yeah. I was like walking and I had to do some stuff there. Then uh, I was walking with my fiance and I saw like, now I can read uh, like Russian letters. And I read it as it was written, fart, <laughs> like fart. And it was a barbershop. So I was like uh, really wondering about the meaning of this word in Russian. Because if you say it in English, of course, it's super funny mm-hmm. and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> But keep it like, I, I just kept laughing, laughing and yeah. So basically, well, I believe Maria, because yeah. you're the native Russian speaker, I believe it means luck. Uh, yeah, luck. 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 So. But I wouldn't probably use this word in my everyday uh, speech. So I would say, udache, but not fart. So is it slang or something? Slang? It is kind of slang or probably it is a bit outdated. There's not a mm. Russian tradition. If you fart, it's good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know of this superstition. <laughs> I don't know why. In that moment, uh, Homer Simpson came to my mind, you know? Homer Simpson. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Fart. Yeah, yeah because uh, they called him Big Fart. Big Fart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe that's where the name Bart came from. Bart, <laughs> Fart. Yeah. Bart is a, it rhymes. Is a little Fart. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, that um, so that was you found that at the central markets, yeah, yeah, in, the bazaar next to Gastro Court. Yes, for for our listeners who are not in Novosibirsk, we have a wonderful central market in the middle of town where they yeah. sell all sorts of products. What do they sell there? What have you noticed in the market? They sell meat, fish, uh, condiments for food, and also uh, Gastro Court itself. Uh, it's a place where you can find multinational food. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. Thai restaurant, Turkish restaurants, mm-hmm. French really restaurants, good, Swedish, Syrian, yeah, from wherever like you want, except yeah. Algerian. <laughs> Unfortunately, <Yeah. laughs> maybe it's an idea for a startup. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I will do we'll it start one a day. business. <laughs> yes, <there>. maybe. <laughs> well, for those of you who live in Novosibirsk, or for those of you who are visiting Novosibirsk, there's a great Vietnamese place in the food court at the market. Yeah, yeah. Really good price, actually. You can get yeah, a, good price. a big sure. meal for about 300 rubles, which is really quite reasonable cool. if you think yeah. about it, at least compared to the UK or to the US. Mm-hmm. So yeah, come to Novosibirsk, come and feed, come enjoy <laughs> the Vietnamese winter. Yeah. Exactly. Come look at fart signs and mm. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the city. Have your time, yeah. Exactly. Anything new with you, Ur? 
Yesterday I learned my dog was attacked by a German shepherd no. dog. Yeah, and wow. he was hospitalized. Oh and, no, that's terrible. Yeah, 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 and he had like six stitches on on his left. Damn, that's cheek. terrible. And yeah. where is your dog now? In Istanbul, at oh, home. See. Yeah, my my parents taking care of him. German, German shepherd, shepherds German are not usually aggressive. Canine dog. He, he was a police dog, and he mm. was kind wow. of aggressive. And he's living in, in our apartment, in the, in the base floor. Mm. Damn. So. Well, you, your dog's a bit older, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's 11. Yeah. Oh, damn, that's, that's yeah. not very good at all. And he was like numb all day yesterday, so we had like a free FaceTime video chats with him. Yeah. So it was it was kind of That's sad. Yeah, because yeah, our pets can be like more than our children sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long time we had been together, like but, in 11 uh, years, you know. The German Shepherd was a police police dog. cop. Like Normally, K9. they don't attack. Maybe he was rabid or something. I don't know. My my dog is kind of like a medium breed dog. It, it's oh. a beagle, so a I beagle. don't know. Maybe my dog just barked him in a way, and mm -hmm. he he got it completely different. I don't know. Damn, that's not that's not fun at all. I'm mm, sorry about yeah. that, man. Thanks. I actually, I had a student who this week told me that she. Got, um, she was feeding a dog um, with her hands mm. and the dog bit her hand as wow. it was feeding because it was a very hungry stray dog. Wow. Yeah, stray dogs are, are kind of unstable. You don't know mm -hmm. what are going to do and when yeah. are going yeah, to react in a bad exactly. way. Exactly. And she had to, to um, well, she was in Kazakhstan, but she had to come to Russia to get good health care and to get checked up. And it's scary because some stray dogs can carry... Rabies. rabies yeah for those of you who don't know what rabies is it's a very nasty disease which involves um well stereotypically it's foam at the mouth and you're afraid of water you can't drink water yeah exactly uh, i completely forgot about that there is an interesting fact about this actually yeah. this virus knows exactly where it attacks central nervous system exactly yes and it's like they say it's highly intelligent and uh, it makes uh, the dog Afraid of water because this virus is sensitive to water. Mm. Yeah. How strange. Actually, it's like really, it, it knows exactly where it goes, like in the brain, in a special place where it can control the dog and it controls its behaviors. It's like uh, the dog becomes like a zombie. Mm. What a messed up virus, yeah. really. So now the question is, what if this virus develops to affect people? Are we going to be zombies? Yeah, maybe that is where yeah. zombies the come next, from. Yeah, the next yeah. next thing will be after COVID. Yeah, yeah. a rabies attack. Yeah, well, touch wood. I mean, <laughs> carefully touch the table. Touch wood, mm. which is our <laughs> yes, what we do in English or in English speaking countries and in Russia too. You yeah. touch knock wood as well. We usually knock the wood. So Christian, yeah, yeah. same it's a Christian thing, is yeah. it? No. Or is it is it is it done in Muslim countries as well? Touching wood. No. Like I think it's it. it's a yeah. It's, I think it's like a Christian because it, it's about touching the cross or something. We have a mm -hmm. saying like tahtayavur, which is basically the same meaning like knock the wood in Turkey. Oh, interesting, uh -huh. interesting. Well, I just need to mention we had a wonderful speaking club on Telegram earlier this week where I was hosting a a conversation about education and you can find more information about that on our telegram chat we're also going to have another speaking club next week on wednesday at five o'clock moscow time and it will be hosted i believe by katia so definitely check that out and also if you're 
loving these podcasts, you might want to join our after show special private chat. Mm -hmm. And you can find more information about that on our Telegram chat. And there you can find information about um, the words that we say in this podcast. So we have a a vocabulary list that accompanies this um, after show private chat. And also you can practice your English writing skills in the chat and you can speak directly with us. Well, today's topic is quite an interesting topic. We're going to talk about extreme sports and extreme lifestyles in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, feeding the dog <clears throat> from your bare hand mm-hmm. is kind of extreme for me. Yes. It's already extreme. Maybe it's a new type of extreme sport. <laughs> yeah. Extreme tourism. <laughs> also, it's a thing, yeah, by the way, extreme tourism. Yeah. Have you have you had any experience with extreme tourism? No, but I, I heard that many people, for example, are dreaming of going to, let's say, Chernobyl. Che- mm. You're right, actually. Chernobyl is a whole tourist site. I mean, yeah. maybe not right this second. Or some but... Japanese cities, well, affected What is by... it? Fukushima, yeah? Uh, Fukushima. Uh, Nagasaki mm-hmm. and Hiroshima. Yeah. yeah. I mean... The, the... The Second World War. Oh, yeah, I thought you were to- bomb. Of yeah, course, yeah. of course. I thought you were talking about the more recent. And maybe more recent more as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people just, I don't know, maybe they got, what do they get? Adrenaline from visiting these places and maybe it makes them feel more safe in mm-hmm. their own life compared to what like these Appreciate people had the life experienced. Itself, maybe, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I would love to go to Chernobyl. It sounds like a really interesting yeah, yeah. place to visit. But... Uh, there is no radiation right now there, right? Like, there is a little bit, but it's so you have to be careful where you go. You have to have a guide. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you need to have this thing called a Geiger counter, which is maybe you might know. Mm-hmm. It's this mm-hmm. little device which you carry with you. And the X-ray yeah. operators are wearing that in the hospital. Exactly. Mostly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So a Geiger counter. Yeah. I've seen a few videos of people going to Chernobyl and visiting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so extreme tourism. Yeah. So what else can we consider to be an extreme sport or an extreme activity? Mm. Golf. <laughs> Caroline. This is boring. Golf. So it can be considered like an extreme thing. So you just Extremely there. boring. Boring. Yeah, just... You know what? Golf, I have to disagree. It is an amazing sport. All right. Yeah. Okay. It looks... No, I totally get it. It looks so... Have you played golf before? Once, but it was so boring. I only just... <laughs> Swing the golf club and all right, what is next? All right, move to the next hall. Okay, man. All right, so it's it's not for me, you know. Just walk. Okay. Well, it gets really fun if you live somewhere like Florida and they mm-hmm. have crocodile alligators, I mm-hmm. believe. Crocodiles, alligators. alligators. Yes, alligators. alligators yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're smaller. Swamps. Exactly, and then they come and eat your golf ball. ball. And- <laughs> And then you have to fight with the alligator into yeah, your golf with, club. <laughs> exactly, with the golf club. Though I have to disagree. Golf is amazing. Okay. It's, okay. it's, it's so fun. You can't really play it in Russia because it's a little chilly mm. for that. But um, if you find an affordable golf course near you in America or in England, it's an amazing way to spend the weekend. So yes. I think we can invent <laughs> <Not> a new <laughs> sport. <laughs> Let's give it another maybe, try. Maybe we can invent ice uh, golf. In Russia, mm-hmm. I think it actually you need to exists. drill this yes. hole. <laughs> Just small ones, yeah. small ones. Uh-huh. I believe it does actually exist. I've never played it. Really? Yeah, it might hurt because if you swing the golf club um, and hit the ball when it's really cold, it really hurts actually. Because when I used to play in England in the winter, 
it really hurt. Like mm-hmm. the, it would send a shock up the the shaft of the club. The shaft is the big metal part which holds the head of the club to the handle. It was pretty painful, actually. I see. Yeah. Um, okay, so golf is not extreme. Yeah, not too extreme. It's posh, really. luxurious, it is posh. but uh, not extreme. Yeah, speaking okay. of extreme sports, let's say maybe rope jumping. Oh, yeah. Which I would totally like to do, but um, I just want to find a crazy friend, crazy enough to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to accompany me. Maybe. I, I'd, I'd like to do it. What so, about uh, wingsuit flying? It's that really one looks amazing. I've yeah. seen so many YouTube yeah, yeah. videos. It's like when that. you don't have a parachute? Or? Yeah, you just have some wings, you know, and you fly. Sponsored by Red Bull, mostly. Yeah. How Everything high is sponsored by, by Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah, it's not the, about how high, the like they, they, it can be very high, but once they launch, it's, it becomes like a drone or like, a, you know, like a flying man or something like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. It's actually a flying man or so woman. So they're flying or just floating? Flying. They glide. Yeah, they glide in, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they glide and in the it's sky. extremely dangerous because they glide like near the surface of mountains of uh, you know such things. Mm, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I watched one. I guess the guy jumped on the top of Burj Khalifa in Dubai, and two Emirates planes were just escorting him oh, while cool. he was kind of base jumping. It was again sponsored by Red Bull, of course. Red yeah. Bull really does <laughs> have extreme, a monopoly yeah, 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 on yeah. extreme sports. Yeah. Well, speaking of Red Bull, I know, I'm sorry, we're not getting paid. I'd love to get <laughs> paid by Red Bull. <laughs> but they have a great show, um, which my wife and I recently discovered. It's called Soapbox Racing. Yeah, that's great. Have that's you seen the, yeah, the episode? That's, that's great. The, la- the latest one, I guess, he got a record for like flying like 20 seconds or something with the wings of box car or whatever. Which city? Because each city. Okay, by the way, for our listeners, Soapbox Racing may be in Germany. Uh-huh. Yeah. So soapbox racing is, I, I would call it an extreme sport. Yeah, yeah. It's where That's you fun. build a what? kind of cart, like a kind of go-kart, and you have to go down a hill. There is no pedals. There is no wow. on the wings engine, just only like a steering wheel. wheel. And wow. you have to go down a hill, and it's, it's like a car without an engine. Yeah. And it's really fun to watch. And I recommend watching this on YouTube. Mm. So Red Bull soapbox races. That's cool. Because yeah. they have a lot of, commentary and this would be really good for your english listening skills mm-hmm. so definitely check that out it's red really bull, fun to watch mm-hmm. red bull sponsor a lot of extreme sports one of them is like one of my favorite is mountain biking like it's mm-hmm. called oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. red bull mm-hmm. rampage mm-hmm. yeah have you had experience mountain biking before no 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 but it i is... i like i used to watch it a lot they are cool. like really crazy people they go and they bike on the mountains. Yeah, you can have some nasty accidents. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, in all extreme sports, they, they wouldn't be extreme if they didn't have nasty yeah. accidents. They're I have not, actually a safe. question uh, to you guys. Do you have any uh, extreme sports originated in Turkey and Algeria, respectively? Mm, I don't think so, no. No, mm, no like the regular ones. Maybe something with the desert? Something that they do uh, in yeah, the that, desert. That's Dakar. We have I guess, Dakar, Senegal, but it yeah. doesn't contain only Algeria. Algeria. The whole yeah, like sure. Morocco, Algeria, Somal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Senegal, I guess. Senegal, yeah. Oh. These countries, you know, with desert, it's extreme, but that's a uh, big adventure, you know. Like, yes. Like, uh-huh. Well, what about rock climbing? I'm sure you have some rock climbers in your country. We have, but it's not famous. Like, uh, that's like you can say it's barren or something. Like people don't speak about it a lot. 
not like in for example United States mm-hmm. you know they are really like or in Australia yeah exactly yeah. Uh-huh. yeah rock climbing is really cool it can be dangerous of course as with any extreme sport but it's pretty cool and you need to be really like, fit to do it mm-hmm. you need a special yeah. body type to be good at rock climbing you need to be balanced and yeah the way it should be just proportional you know yeah exactly yeah well what else can we mention so mountain biking rock climbing golf skydiving skydiving i've never been skydiving before have any of you tried it almost <laughs> almost what happened i had i had a chance in turkey and uh Where? my student's mom was an instructor and she invited me to do it but i couldn't go in eskişehir in where no 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 uh, i was teaching in bursa in that time bursa ah, okay and the place was i forgot the name kash kash you mean the southern part of turkey yes yes but close to antalya kash yes okay uh-huh. kash they, like they, it has they a beautiful kind of extreme sports over yeah. there like paragliding exactly and yeah. everything cool uh-huh. why didn't you I was afraid. Okay. <laughs> it's fair enough, fair enough. I would love to try it. Of course, it's scary, but I'd mm. love to try yeah. it. Why not? Well, what about bungee jumping? I've never done that. Me neither. Me neither, yeah. Me yeah, neither. I would love to. Bungee jumping or rope jumping. I actually don't know the difference, actually. But oh, of course, kind yeah, of you've jumping. mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I actually, for some reason, think bungee jumping would be scarier than skydiving. So in bungee jumping, you bounce back, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and then you're like going down and, and up, up. Like, several times yeah. but for some reason it's, it just seems scarier bungee jumping than um, jumping out of an airplane for me it doesn't i it, don't know maybe i'm maybe maybe it's because you are a fan of aircrafts mm. well it's true it's just it doesn't <laughs> but, seem dangerous to you well putting my love for aviation aside i think maybe <laughs> it has to do something with like the perspective of the ground and the mm. Yeah, and your relation to the ground, I don't know. Ground but, seems uh, solid. But yeah. speaking about safety, I think uh I think skydiving is more dangerous than ben- bungee jumping because bungee jumping you are like tied to a rope and people yeah. like check it, double check it and they but, will pull you. Mm. Yeah, if up, something up. exactly, if something happens with your parachute, there is no way back. And also a lot of people <laughs> break falling. their legs when they yeah. come back t- down to the ground. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'd definitely love to do it. Well, another extreme sports that I used to do all the time as a teenager was skateboarding. Yeah. I loved I, to I skate as a teenager. Rollerblading and skateboarding. Oh, cool. Yeah. When you say rollerblading, was this the um, inline blading, like where you do the tricks and stuff? Inline blade blades like this and you jump, back jump, flip cool. jumps and everything. So I used, so, to, yeah. I used to do like 15, 17 years old between... That range. That was cool. Yeah. Parkour, maybe? Parkour. Parkour. Yeah. Parkour, yes. Parkour that, Have you tried? <laughs> I tried it when I was a no. teenager. Yeah. Oh, cool. Did it's you, very like dangerous, a, yeah. really. It's, it seems simple, but it's very dangerous. You can pre- break a leg like very easily. Easily, yeah. yeah. You, need to, yeah. you need to know how to land after you, exactly. you make it. For me, jump. I bit my uh, tongue and I was bleeding. Oh, damn. When, when I landed, yeah, I bit my tongue. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Imagine. It was like really extreme. Yeah. Well, you jump from one roof to one roof, you know. Well, there's so many different types of um, extreme sport, but why do you think that people like to indulge in extreme sports? That's an interesting question. It's fun. <laughs> it's not about fun only. It's something psychological. It pe- it plays a role in uh, proving oneself. All right. 
for example, there are many people who want to be shown, like who want to confirm their identity, that they really exist. They have like, for example, what is the meaning of life? This question arose in their like mind and mm. in they want to remember what they did in this life. Like, okay, uh, this is like something risky. I want to do it to remember it. It's something special that makes me feel special maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think one you're of right. Many yeah. Reasons, yeah. Yesterday I was watching one episode of my one of my TV, favorite TV series, and I came across this phrase. <clears throat> uh, the guy said, "Like, uh, you need to push your limits once in a while because it makes you feel alive." Exactly. So if yeah. You push exactly. your limits. Exactly. Mm. You feel like you are kind of, right, of reborn. Curiosity. You just you just want to know what's gonna happen if you try something in extreme level. And you just do it. That's exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is the worst thing that can happen? Who can die? Yeah, you can crash, you can die. Yeah, why not? Or some people just like that uh, adrenaline rush, like Ur said. Yeah. Do you <laughs> like fun. adrenaline rush? Yeah. Rushes? Yeah. I yeah, used okay. to. I'm kind of okay with that still. I'm okay with that, but I don't have any chance yeah. to <laughs> push myself that much, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah, I like. Well, do you like going really fast? I love yeah. Yeah, going yeah, yeah, really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speed fan. Speed. Need for speed. Yes. Yeah. Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like going too fast, especially downhill. Uh, like if it is uh, flat, it's fine. But if it is downhill, I just because I have some bad experiences. Well, what happened? Did for you? For example, uh, when I was a child and I was running downhill, I just fell badly, very badly. And it, it was like, <laughs> I was rolling and rolling several times and I hurt myself, injured quite badly. And also uh, when I was uh, learning how to ride a bike downhill, I fell down several oh, no. times. Yeah. BMX biking, that's also a great it's extreme yeah. sport, you know? It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty nuts, yeah. Mm -hmm. Back in the days, we had something about speed. I remember it. When I went to the Algerian Sahara, we had uh, some dunes. Mm. Some dunes. And uh, actually, it's not a sport. It's just an activity that people do. And it doesn't have a name. But it's just an activity. So when we climb a dune and we want to go down, we run maximum speed on the sand. Like, we run down the, the dune. And it gives you a feeling of flying, really. You cannot stop. And your legs <laughs> start moving by themselves. Yes, and you can you feel like you have no control over your body. You feel like you're floating. Yeah, uh, and it is uh, completely safe. Why? Because when you uh, fall down or something, you fall on the sand. Yeah. Like there is no rock. Eat there is some nothing. sand. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. a nice. Yeah, on your eyes sport. also. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But the that feeling when I felt it, it gives you like that adrenaline rush, and mm -hmm. yeah, like there is something greater than you in this uh, world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, adrenaline is pretty. It's quite the addictive. Addictive. Getting adrenaline substance. is addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about communities? Would you say that it would help you to be part of a community? Ah, yeah, sure. I would people, definitely people agree. People want yeah, to I belong, especially that, yeah. teenagers. Yeah, and not only teenagers. Or clubs, like motorbike clubs or tuning, auto tuning clubs. You, exactly. You yeah. Gather and you just roll together. Like that's kind of. Yeah, when I was, I guess, when did I start skating? It was around 13 mm. to about 20. Mm. Yeah, I used to go to the skate park like at least two or three times a week. And everyone would be there together. It was really fun. You have your group of friends and you hang out yeah. together. You eat together after that. Yeah. It was really fun. And 
part of being a skater, you do stupid things, and they everyone used to love doing stupid, crazy mm-hmm. things like like annoy security guards around town and mm-hmm. and cause all sorts of <laughs> yeah. So, some people did graffiti, some people did stupid stuff, even worse stuff. But it was really fun, and I kind of miss being a teenager because of that. Yes. It was, would be great. Yeah, yeah and, <laughs> and everyone could join together as a community, mm-hmm. unite in their stupidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think yeah. I will do that soon. Today I was uh, teaching my student, and he asked me to help him with his uh, CV. And uh, when I saw his volunteering work, yeah, he belongs to a community of planting trees in Novosibirsk. And I asked him, uh, can I join? Like, if uh, I want, like, do you have a link or something? He said, later I will send you a link. You can join us and you can plant trees, you know. Mm. So it's a good activity. It's not extreme, but anyway, it's... Uh, well, being a lumberjack, which is the opposite of planting trees, is yeah, quite extreme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of jobs and not so much about sports, what jobs would you consider to be extreme? So lumberjack, so the person who cuts down a tree. What other jobs? Would you consider to be extreme? ER resident? E- ER resident? Mm. Well, someone who works in a hospital, yeah? yeah? yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, because ER in America, yeah, they say that. In England, we say A&E. Accident and... Exactly, accident and emergency. emergency yeah. But ER, emergency... Emergency room. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, Military yeah, service, military... Military, mm. absolutely. Police and such things. Police, yeah. Firefighters. Yes. Firefighters, well, in, yeah, mm. of course. Firefighters. You have to be really fit to be a firefighter. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the police, what types of police officers do we have? SWAT. SWAT is the most well. extreme. And I love watching videos on YouTube of SWAT, SWAT teams, teams raiding houses oh, yeah, yeah. and dealing with domestic idiots. And <laughs> <laughs> and they draw guns to SWAT members. So that's it's, kind of an It's a really scary stability. job. Yeah, I have... Yeah nothing but huge respect for SWAT teams um, because they put their life on the line every time. Um, <laughs> but apparently a lot of the time they just sit and wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe someone made an abbreviation for SWAT. So it was like sitting, sitting waiting like and maybe twiddling thumbs. Tweeting. <laughs> and tweeting. <laughs> because most of the time you're waiting for the negotiator mm-hmm. to, to deal with the idiot inside a house and if it doesn't work, they just get in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the funniest thing is the way they get in, they have this special tool, which and they use to... Bullhorn, right? Well, it's funny because at least in England, they have a special slang word for this tool. They call it the key. <laughs> the key, all right. All right <laughs> the key opens the door, door. but... <laughs> they must bust into it. Yeah. 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 But I have real big respect for SWAT officers because mm-hmm. that's scary stuff. And mm-hmm. You have to be in really good yeah. shape. Well, what is? do they have SWAT? I guess they must have SWAT teams in Algeria. Of course, of yeah. course. And uh, it's pretty scary when you see them. Uh, one day I was like uh, a high school student and we had a, a weird neighbor. And that neighbor had two children. And he didn't raise them well because we have, we were like looking at them and uh, he was forcing them into doing things, you know. And anyway, he got divorced and uh, the kids stayed with uh, their mom. And uh, one of them went rogue and yeah. uh, he joined uh, ISIS in Syria. Oh dear. Yes. Ooh. Nobody knew that. Like, no. And I was sitting next to my house and out of nowhere, 
like trucks, like uh, squad came, like you have not, like I was scared when I saw them. We're in all black and everything is black. Even the masks, they don't show their faces with like uh, Russian guns, like AK-47. So it's really hot like, outside. Like Call yeah. of Duty, yes, <laughs> like Call of Duty. Uh -huh. And you have like, when they raid the house, it was like uh, really scary when I saw them. We call them special forces. They don't, you don't see them so often uh -huh. uh, unless it's very dangerous. They're kind of yeah. hidden. Yeah, but the undercover. way the way they appeared, they appeared from nowhere. We did, we I didn't know like how they appeared like just like this, yeah. fast like lightning. Yeah, so that's that's really that's cool though. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, in America they call it SWAT. SWAT. In England we call it CO19. It's a division of the police force, and they yeah. most police officers in the UK don't have guns. I, I don't know what your opinion is on that, but. Um, Regardless, the um, CO19 are the only officers that have, well, maybe not the only officers, but they can use guns and they're, yeah. they're expert marksmen. A marksman is someone who yeah, can Yeah, I heard about shoot. them, yeah. I heard about them. Exactly. Riflemen, yeah. Exactly. And they are the equivalent of the SWAT team. Um, and normally the police officers in the UK, they wear, you know, the funny hats. Yeah, the black one with... The the helmet See, kind of things, yeah. yeah. But the CO19, they wear like baseball caps with like a checker pattern mm -hmm. around it. It's pretty cool. Well, in Russia, you have Amon, yeah? Yes, we do. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot to say about <laughs> police forces, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing some <laughs> shoes, which I've mentioned in previous podcast episode, I believe. Um, Amon shoes. So I have SWAT officer's shoes. So I can <laughs> walk in the snow in in Siberia. The perfect grip. Yeah. For me, I have a huge respect for such people, really. They, yeah. their job is very risky. You know, I saw a documentary about them, like police officers and such things. In front of you, they appear like strong with everything, but when they are alone, they are really, sometimes they have psychological problems of uh, fear, you know, like, uh, for example, one officer in the United States, he said, when am I going to die? I'm waiting just, like every day, every time they call him on the Tokyo walkie, he expects to die mm. because that neighborhood was dangerous. You know? Yeah, it's a lot of people criticize the American police and sure, they, of course you have some, let's call them bad apples, which is yeah. a good idiom. We yeah, have yeah. some bad apples, of course, in every police force, but it's scary being a police officer. Yeah. And especially in America where people can just pull out um, a weapon against you and well, anywhere really. Yeah. And people don't really understand where they're coming from because just imagine if your job every day you walk up to a car and <laughs> you ask them to lower the window and they just shoot you it's scary mm -hmm. and so, which means that all people or maybe almost all people who have extreme jobs uh, are deeply traumatized of course yeah. and i think the same can be said about their families because it's also kind of an extreme lifestyle to be a wife, or to be a husband, to be a partner of they have to uh, be ready. a person mm -hmm. who exactly. has this. For example, whenever your mm -hmm. husband is going out for work, you you have that possibility of not seeing him again. Yeah. Oh, another mm -hmm. thing I need to mention is that we have an earlier podcast that we published called Urban Life. So dangers in urban life. So definitely check that out if you're interested in hearing about crime and other urban dangers. So dangers in urban life you can find that on our website www.bigappleschool.com so yes police officers respect what other jobs can you think of uh, extreme jobs yeah uh, risky jobs Maybe. someone who works in sewers 
So mm. sewers like underneath the city where all the toilet water goes to. Uh, I also think that any job can be considered extreme uh, depending on the location, maybe. For example, once I read a story about a girl, well, young woman who went to work as a music teacher, but in Afghanistan. That's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah I've, I've also watched an English teacher who went to Afghanistan as well. And it was really extreme. By the way. She spent a couple of years yeah. there. Like, yeah. By the way, Afghanistan is the most dangerous country in the world. I made research two days ago about it and Afghanistan was on the top list. I'm not surprised. I thought yeah. maybe Somalia. Yeah. Or Af- Somalia. Which one do you think, Somalia or Afghanistan? They're probably the same. Same, I guess. Somalia, I don't think so. It is dangerous. They have that Boko Haram, something like this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, but I don't think it's that uh, like well, dangerous. Boko Haram's all over Central Africa. Mali, yeah. yes, yes. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. And Nigeria. Yes. But uh, I don't know who made this research and who made the statistics, but... Uh, on every web page I visited, like it's Afghanistan. And now currently, uh, by the way, it's funny, they mentioned Russia on the fifth uh, place. That's so oh, strange. That's, yeah, that's not that's true. So silly. That's yeah. not true, yeah. Ukraine second, something like this, yeah. But, that's uh, so silly, yeah. yeah. A lot, it's a stereotype. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely in the yeah. 90s, yeah, Russia, well, Maria can attest to this, definitely was mm-hmm. a dangerous mm-hmm. place. Yeah, but I didn't uh, feel it like a dangerous place. I just didn't analyze. I didn't mm-hmm. know. Now, looking back, I can say that, yeah, it was. And it's like strange how I survived and <laughs> how many <laughs> people survived because it was, yeah, you, you could get robbed in, just in the middle of the day. Yeah. And yeah. Now it's, it it's funny because it's like, it's safer than London, which is really funny. Like if you go to Paris or London, you're more likely to get robbed. Yeah. I don't know about the statistics, but it definitely feels that way having lived in both places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one more reason to visit Novosibirsk apart from fart barbershop and uh, <laughs> what else? Gastro court. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's safe here. Yeah, yeah. yeah we are definitely, a good example, actually. Yeah. British man, Algerian, Turkish. Mm-hmm. We are foreigners living in Novosibirsk. And we are all okay, guys. Yeah, so no fun. much adrenaline in Novosibirsk. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, maybe some of our listeners know, I went to Chechnya um, in, mm. in um, was it late August? No, it was late July last year in 2022. And it says on the US government website, do not go to Chechnya, <laughs> you, will be, you will be kidnapped and killed, Chechnya, and yeah. yeah, and they're extreme. I went there; everyone was really friendly, and there was just no no problems. Maybe because I stuck to the city of Grozny, mm-hmm. um, and I got in a marshrutska, being the little mini bus, and traveled to Dagestan. But I did not feel dan- in any kind of danger at all. But I wouldn't want to, <laughs> for instance make a criticize like a restaurant let's say if there was bad food at a restaurant i would Mm. not want to send it back maybe in chechnya (laughs) but nonetheless it's not like a dangerous place in 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 the sense that people it's not extreme yeah you just need to like follow the rules to respect to show the respect to the culture Mm -hmm. you have to blend in with the society also yeah you do because when i was on the um, the little mini bus back from Dagestan to Chechnya, because I had to fly back to Novosibirsk from Chechnya. Um, there was this lady on the bus with us, and she was wearing just a normal vest, nothing crazy. And as soon as we got off the bus, <laughs> the, these these men came up to her and said, "You need to respect our traditions and put on a shirt um, that covers oh. your sleeves." And 
yeah, they're very religious, mm. but but it's, you have to respect that. It's the yeah, if it's the, the thing, you need to follow as more. Yes, yeah, yeah, you have to respect the mm -hmm. rules. But yeah, my wife was wearing like a long dress with which covered her her sleeves, which had sleeves which covered her arms and everything. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're very conservative, but mm -hmm. as long as you respect, yeah, all it, respect, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's not a problem. But I definitely recommend check it out. It's a really cool, a really cool place to visit, and yeah, it's. Off the beaten path. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, Chechnya tourism, give me some money, please. <laughs> <laughs> so they are promoting for Red Bull and Chechnya. You will get rich. <laughs> Red Bull heroes, yeah. North Korea is also a strangely kind of popular tourist destination. Extreme I would love to yeah. I would love to check it out. What about you? Uh no way. No? You wouldn't yeah. be North interested. North Korea is where there is that mad dictator. Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. no, that's not an option for me. But it's an interesting country. Really, it's fascinating. I mean, Maria, would you be intrigued just to see no, a bit of thanks. North Korea? I'm, I mean, I was born in the Soviet Union, so... Did I you guess. see? Did I, you see what happened to that American guy who went Otto there? Otto yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they Otto. killed him at the, the end. They sent him to uh, America and they sent him sick. They injected him with a virus, maybe. Yes, mm -hmm. he, he had a, a neurological yes. but virus. But he stole the propaganda poster on the wall. He did. Ooh, yeah. It, but anyway... Like, that was his fault, you know. So the punishment was, was extreme. That's an extreme yeah, punishment. Yeah, that's, I agree. I agree. Oh, very extreme yeah. indeed. But nonetheless, he did break the rules, the rules. or the law, I guess, yeah. you can say. And he was made to apologize, to give a tear felt, a tearful apology um, on public TV. Courtroom, in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was but extreme. I would still love to go just to see it. Yeah. And one thing that's really interesting I've noticed is that in Pyongyang, the capital of North Korea, their metros, Novosibirsk has the same metro as, as um, well, the trains itself. Mm. The and same. the stairs and everything. Because mm. Pyongyang's metro is actually beautiful. Mm -hmm. they, they've done it up in a beautiful way and I guess they've bought some trains from uh, Russia. Soviet days. Mm -hmm. There is actually a metro station here with the, I think the name of Kim Jong or on it, like there is Kim Jong on the wall that he visited that place. Well, here, here in Novosibirsk? Yes, yes, I saw it. Seriously? Yes, yes. No idea. I, I, I don't you have, to, you have to tell me where uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask my fiance again, and because I was with her, and uh, no way. Yes, yes, That's it's not, so cool. it's not so far actually, the metro station. And uh, I said, why is his face here? He said, she said, oh, he came here one day, and they write the date and everything in Russian. <laughs> that I is so cool. Air yeah. Korea used to fly yes. directly to Novosibirsk from Pyongyang, I guess. Seriously? Yeah, there yeah, there yeah. was a direct flight? Yeah, I, I, I watched a documentary about the, the history of Air Korea. By the way, Air Korea is the national, national airline. airline. And one-star airline. Of, of, one of the one-star Of North Korea. North Korea. I don't know why it's one-star. I've seen reviews. It's a beautiful... Yeah. But it's just really old planes. Old planes, maybe yeah. that's why. Tupolevs, are like, they, they're still playing with Tupolevs. Yeah, guess, exactly. Yeah. The old ones, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you consider... Maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you consider uh, North Korea's lifestyle as extreme? What do you mean, visiting the country or no, as a everyday citizen, lifestyle? As mean? a citizen of North Korea, well, of course, it's pretty uh, yeah, extreme. Yeah, they're living yeah. like on the edge. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we can't know everything about the country, but from what, at least from what the Western media says, it's it's a pretty extreme lifestyle. Yeah. So no one can know a hundred percent 
no one could be 100 percent sure what goes on behind the exactly yeah. the walls but yeah i'm sure <laughs> there are some not very friendly people <laughs> and yeah kim young has uh has an extreme sport of his own launching uh, nuclear missiles like that. <laughs> exactly testing <laughs> Japan yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> threatens Japan all the time yeah nuclear it's like a game for him you know just wants to make someone nervous <laughs> <laughs> it's like a game I guess it is I saw I saw a video of Kim Kim Jong-un flying an airliner mm. and <laughs> which is really he's a funny he's tasty you know so yeah he's, yeah. he's extreme himself and he don't, yeah. of course the pilot next to him was flying yes. the plane mm. for him but he was pausing shoving off right it was really funny, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah um, well any other dangerous places or jobs you can think of well, South America, there's a lot of, well, and Central America, there's a lot of dangerous destinations dangerous there. Dangerous diseases. Diseases, example. yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can think of El Salvador as a pretty dangerous place to go to. I Salvador. think that most people uh, consider like the whole continent of Africa to be extreme or dangerous because many people actually think that Africa is a country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like very big country, big yeah. Country, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Unfortunately, there are some very dangerous parts. Well, yeah, there are, of course. Of, mm-hmm. But I'm some not sure everywhere. Parts, some, yeah, like deep forest, for example. Yeah. Well, even the more jungles, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even the more developed countries, like South Africa, is still quite mm-hmm. dangerous as well. Um, I had a student who somehow he traveled all the way from Novosibirsk to to Cape Town on his two-week holiday. Interesting. Which, which is a long old trip. You have to go from Novosibirsk to Dubai, Dubai to yeah. Cape, Cape Town. Town. Long flight. It's like 15 hours plus the waiting time. There are many and accidents there actually uh, concerning sharks, shark attacks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sharks. That's definitely an my extreme aunt, activity. My aunt went there and uh, she was put uh, into a cage, like uh, iron... Yeah, like filled with iron, and uh, the sharks were trying to uh, bite her around, but she was protected, of course. So imagine so if someone cool. finds himself like uh, someone who is not experienced and he's swimming there. Mm-hmm. So, so every place can be considered extreme, yeah, depending on the point of view. Like Australia, Australia with is insects, the, yeah. spiders, uh-huh. whatever. Lifeguards we can consider as an extreme occupation. Lifeguarding, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, guys, to... when you came to Russia, did you consider it to be extreme? I thought in a little. I mean, not your friends think the that you are yeah. risk takers. Well, if you, <laughs> I guess now with the global events, a lot of people have completely different views of what Russia yeah. is. Um, but to be honest, being here is not as extreme as people no, would no. think it mm-hmm. to be. The weather is pretty extreme for sure. I have a couple of friends and every week they just text me, all right, are you still there? (laughs) Are you still there or are you still alive? Yeah, yeah, are you still there will be better. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm okay. Everything is all right. Me too. Before I came here, everybody was saying, oh, but Russia, it has, like, they were like really trying to terrorize me or something. But I said, reality is something different from what you see on TV. So I came. Yeah, it's completely different. I'm not only speaking about like this current political situation. I mean, like, Many years ago, also, it was the same, like, Russia called frozen, frozen land. Yeah, it is is extreme. 
I would love, well, speaking of extremities, I'd love to go to Yakutia and see what that city's like in the winter. Just to say, it's just more of like a personal thing. I just want to say I've been in the minus whatever it is, 50, 60. Yeah. For a couple of minutes. <laughs> For a couple of minutes. Maybe take off my shirt and <laughs> get a picture, a little selfie. Yeah. And then hypothermia. Yeah. Well, would you consider England to be an extreme place? Tell us how it can be. I don't know. Maybe you might yeah. spill a cup of boiling tea on yourself. There is one thing. <laughs> Actually, you, you were talking. Uh, I remember we had some podcast and you said that you were mugged several times. Oh, here. yes. Same yeah, in yeah. Istanbul, same it in Turkey. Yeah, quite it extreme. For me, it would be an extreme thing yeah, to happen. Mm. Like what about the hooligans? Hooligans. <laughs> Do you know what? The hooligans have kind of died out a lot. They were really big in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, maybe the 2000s as well. But recently, they've kind of calmed down a lot. There are, of course, some old school, like proper hooligans. Yeah. Um, but now in Russia, they've kind of taken the British bulldog image and they've become like the real <laughs> hooligans, <laughs> serious so. hooligans, but they don't drink the Russian football ultras or ultras, as you say in English. So... Unfortunately, it's not the same. Or fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your perspective. Um, because they, they were, <laughs> they did have like a whole community. And speaking of, this is relevant to the topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because I guess they do it for the sense of belonging. Yeah. Community. Community, yeah. yeah. I feel like they this brotherhood or something. Yeah, go smash up your, <laughs> the opposing team's heads and, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then get a bit drunk and <laughs> what a great way to spend your weekend. <laughs> By the way. Uh, and you don't remember it after it. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like uh, not speaking about extreme sports, but sports in general. The most dangerous one is football. Imagine. Oh, really? Football, they said yes. I was surprised because it has more injuries than uh, any other Maybe sport. Maybe if you compare like the amount of people who play football with other sports. Mm. I mean, yeah. you have more injuries because more people play Maybe, yeah, maybe. But this is how they stated it on the net. Well, yeah, I guess because of the statistics. Maybe if you look at it in terms of percentage of players to injuries, then... And even die, actually. Yeah. In many matches. Motorsports, we can say, too. Racing, yeah. Car racing. Absolutely. Like car racing, whatever. Well, I've got a little question just to wrap up this podcast. Would you put your life in danger for a stranger? Or for a loved one? Depends. Uh, I mean, for... we have a choice uh, between a loved one and a stranger. Well, let's say or... there's like a little girl <laughs> on a highway or a motorway. Oh, come on, don't do that, man. It's hmm. just so are you going to go help her? I, of course I do. Or are you going to just let her get squished? You can't ignore. You can't ignore that kind of scenery, you know? Yeah. If yeah. there is something that you can do, I think you, you just must. Because how can you move on how can you live on after this knowing mm. that you could mm. but you didn't and you question yourself every like day how to look uh, in the mirror yeah. after this you're and right for, for the loved one yeah of course, of course like no doubts i mean not only risk life but give the life if necessary yeah. would you give your life for you i mean i don't uh, if, if it's a little girl <laughs> in i mean not right now me, but <laughs> But I guess, I Actually, guess as this men question, kind of, yeah, this yeah. question, nobody can answer it. 
unless you find that person in that exact situation. I can say yes, no, and I can say no, right? Mm. But uh, like I think, like speaking about me, if uh, I see something like this, my body reacts automatically. One day I was walking with my friend in Turkey and uh, uh, he was almost hit by a car. And automatically, I don't even like, I didn't even feel how I did. I, I, did, I Like I didn't risk my life because I was in a safe place, but he wasn't. Uh, he was like talking on the phone and uh, like he was headed, headed me by some centimeters and uh, the car was coming fast. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't like uh, pull him, he could die. But the reaction was automatic. Mm -hmm. So now mm -hmm. if I was in danger and there is a little girl there, would I react the yeah. same way? That's the Th question. Th that's questionable because like unconsciously. Yeah, what if I'm just paralyzed with exactly. fear? Uh -huh. What if I'm petrified? What if huh? I, I think of myself as a better person than I actually am? Yeah. And for a loved ones, of course I would. Yeah, loved right? ones, you have to be blind. Yeah, you, have, yeah. you do it without any thinking. Well, guys, think about... <laughs> and also, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I would do the same Also, thing, I think you know? that this, uh, when adrenaline can help, because you get this burst of adrenaline and your body reacts faster exactly, and better, yeah, exactly. because people can do incredible things uh, yeah. with this hormone. Is like it picking hormone up, or Yeah, or picking whatever? up a car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or jump like two meters high. <laughs> yep. Well, guys, stick by for the after show portion of this podcast. And thank you very much for listening to the end. And we definitely want to hear your comments. If you have suggestions for future podcast episodes or you'd like to just practice your English skills, definitely leave a comment in the Telegram chat. So that's it for today. We'll see you in the after show. See you. See you. Bye yeah. for now.